Sports Stories from the 419 in Northwest Ohio, brought to you by a voice you know. It's time to go around the area and around the Hearn. Welcome to another episode of Around the Hearn. Something a little bit different here this week. Uh, Mother Nature has forced quite a bit of change in the tournaments. Kind of changes what I wanted to do with this week's show as well. I've got a couple of great guests coming up in Kelsey Erford, the WBL Player of the Year for Ottawa Glendorf and the WBL Champs. Scott Fry will come in and talk about bowling. And uh, something that you should know, this is actually taped from a couple of days ago before the bowling tournaments got started today on Friday the 28th of February. But I wanted to talk about bowling and kind of a preview anyways. And uh, Scott does a great job of that. He talked to Nate Stidham and myself, and he uh, kind of brings it in a fan perspective, but is able to uh, tell us a lot of what was going on. Sort of a shorter episode again today as well, because Mother Nature screwed up a lot of my plans, to be honest with you. It's uh, early afternoon as I sit here taping this, and uh, usually not a problem with games being at night. But uh, 4.45 p.m. game in Miller City, Sort of changes things a little bit and uh, a much earlier setup and uh, just <laughs> did not go the way that I had naturally intended. But so many good things uh, coming up. Kelsey will talk during last night's game. It was actually halftime of the second game after OG advanced to Saturday afternoon to take on Fairview, beating at Liberty Benton for the second time in 26 days. So much great basketball going on tonight, the OG boys in action, and I'll tell you the whole schedule coming up here in a few, but uh, three games in 24 hours, I'm absolutely stoked. I love the sectional and district crossover, as I've talked about so many times, but uh, so many great coaches uh, I want to try to get on before the year comes to an end, and just uh, thank you so much for all the nice support for this show as well, and for the uh, folks at Lee Kinsel, and shout out to Big E. I am getting him on the show at some point. I know it's becoming like the running joke of uh, Jimmy Kimmel and Matt Damon, but he's a very hard dude to try to pin down. He's got a lot of irons in the fire, a lot of things going on. Talk to uh, Scott Fry about bowling when we come back, and Kelsey Erford about her basketball season here in the next uh, handful of minutes on Around the Hearn. Harry, what's up with all the new Buicks on the lot? Danny the Dealmaker, those Buicks are the hottest vehicles in the country. Enclaves, Envisions, Encores, people love them because they're stylish, comfortable, well-built, and do everything. And here at Lee Kinsel Chevy Buick GMC, we make sure they're priced right so people can easily afford them. The Enclaves are incredible. Literally like driving down the street in your living room. All the comforts of home right at your fingertips. Danny, the Envision and Encore are smaller versions of that Enclave. Less money, but not less comfort. Our Lee Kinsel Buicks are an amazing good buy. And they lease well, too. You bet. Come see us and drive one today at Lee Kinsel Chevy Buick GMC at 650 West Urban Road in Van Wert. See what we have online at LeeKinsel.com or call us at 866-LEE-KINSEL. And as a sales manager in the pre-owned department, I'll make sure you get the absolute most money for your trade. And as owner, I'll make sure your overall deal is the absolute best possible. Lee Kinsel is your Buick store. Stop by and drive one. You'll love it. Like Chevy says, find new roads. 
There's nothing like high school basketball in Ohio. And the Ohio High School Athletic Association is inviting you to be a part of the excitement on the tournament trail all the way to Columbus. The OHSAA Girls Basketball State Tournament is at St. John Arena March 12th, 13th, and 14th. And the boys take the court at the Schottenstein Center March 19th, 20th, and 21st. Check out OHSAA.org for brackets, tickets, and special offers. Make a trip with friends and family to the Basketball State Tournament and be a part of history. Now, as we uh, turn the page, still talking about high school, now uh, changing to talk about high school bowling. And Scott Fry is nice enough to join us and enlighten us and probably try to at least teach us a couple of things. <laughs> we'll see. That's the hope of the show, anyways. Yeah, well, I sure appreciate you having me on, guys. Not a problem. Uh, big, big weekend last week, especially for you and your family with having some ties with New Bremen. Uh, talk a little bit about how the big tournament played out last week. Sure. So Saturday was the district bowling tournament um, for this part of the state, and there were, I believe, 16 teams over there. Um, the top three advanced to the state, and Sandusky Perkins was your winner. Uh, behind them was Galleon, and then Coldwater, true to form, uh, they took the third slot. And, you know, for the number of pins those boys knocked down Thursday, or excuse me, Saturday, Coldwater ended up winning that by five pins over four recovery and by 52 pins over New Bremen to get that last transfer spot to state. So it's a it's a super competitive sport for sure. Of course, the individual New Bremen gets Spencer Rowley. He ends up as the second place in it's kind of one of those, I would imagine, bittersweet things for him because you obviously, it's a team sport in the fact that everything's added together, you train together, but mm-hmm. it's just obviously, you know, it's it's kind of a different thing of, it's one of the only sports I can think of that's sort of both individual and team. Yeah. Bowling's got a really great vibe. Um, when you see a successful bowler having a great game, um, like I've, I've seen a couple of times, in fact, it happened on Saturday. There was a young man from Coldwater, their leadoff bowler, in the individual matches went eight frames with strikes. And as that happens, the further they get into the match, the more people start to watch uh, the kid bowl. And, you know, by the time he gets into the uh, ninth frame, he ended up uh, sparing that frame. But the whole bowling alley just kind of groans when he misses because you know, everybody's pulling for this guy, even though, you know, the teams are trying to make, uh, you know, make it to the next round and so forth. And it's just that kind of vibe. And so, you know, there, there is no ill will when, when a player uh, on a team that doesn't make it to state and the player does. You know, I know these, these Cardinals are behind Spencer and a bunch of them are going to get out of Columbus on Friday and support Spencer when he bowls. But I know Spencer, um, super humble kid, and he would much prefer, much rather have the team down there together than um, him being on his own. But, uh, man, he just had a great outing on, on Saturday and deserves uh, to represent New Bremen down at State. So we're wishing him all the best of luck. But that's a neat dynamic about bowling in that it is a, a team sport for sure, but there's also, um, you know, support across the across the bowling alley for individual effort for sure. Does it surprise you that uh, St. Mary's, the girls and boys, have done so well again this year? Not really. They they just continue. There's there's a handful of schools in this part of the state that do really really well with bowling. St. Mary's being one of them. Wapakoneta is another one. Uh, Coldwater is another one. New Bremen has just kind of come along in the last few years. Uh, this is their first time making it to districts. Uh, I suspect that that's going to continue. Uh, very good pipeline there. But yeah, St. Mary's, Wapakoneta, Coldwater, and Versailles to an extent 
um, have all had a lot of success, uh, both men's and women's bowling. So no surprise at all that the Rough Riders continue to get it done. What was interesting to me is I was reading about the girls D1 sectional and Wampakoneta, you got Wampak, Salinas, Shawnee, one, two, four, but Wampak just sort of ran away from everybody. They, they are on fire again this year. Um, the boys aren't bowling as well as they have in the past, but the ladies sure are. And that, you know, that's just a, one of those programs that year in, year out, one or both sides of that are going to do really well in advance. Um, and it's just, it's cool to see. And I, I like the excitement that's gotten behind high school bowling. Um, we were at Westgate Lanes on Saturday, and it was packed. And by packed, I mean tough to move around inside the building packed. Um, they put bleachers in there so that people can sit. They put extra chairs out, and then it's just standing when lonely people bring ladders. And so there is a lot of excitement um, you know, around high school bowling now. And having programs in the local area with that much success, I think really just you know people want to come see good bowling. Well, that's crazy because the last time that I was in that place and they had ladders and bleachers, there was a wrestling ring on top of the lanes, but it was, it was a weird day. <laughs> there you go. That does sound kind of crazy, but yeah, it was, uh, it was packed. Um, I mean, to the rafters and we had schools. I mean, we had Willard was there, you know, from halfway across the state galleons way over there by Willard uh, Perkins. That's up in Sandusky. Um, so it's a big district. Um, and my pick uh, for D4 at State, uh, I don't know who's going to beat Perkins, man. They they really put it together uh, Saturday, just ran away with it. I really thought it was crazy, too. I had heard a lot of people talk about the uh, the D1 boys sectional, kind of to go back to that. Wampaw beat St. Mary's by one pin. And, mm-hmm. and just, I would imagine, though, those kids are thinking, all right, you know, if this pin falls this way or that way, I mean, that's... Yeah. That's the craziest of things. And then, of course, to have it be Wampak St. Mary's, you know, of anybody right, yeah, that it could have been. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And you can bet that that bowling alley was rocking. I know watching things boil down to the end of uh, the district on Saturday between Cold War and Fort Recovery, when it's that close, you're talking one ball down the lane, um, you know, decides the fate of the whole thing. And when you're talking about, you know, well over 3,000, maybe even 4,000 pins, uh, in the format that they bowl at this level, to have it come down to one pin is crazy. Talking to crazy. Scott Fry about high school bowling in the area, and uh, again, it's awesome for us because for you to be able to come on and do this because we talk all the time about trying to get as much variety of high school sports on this show mm-hmm. as possible, and it's just it's so awesome with as as well as bowling, like you said is doing well in the area to, to be able to sort of help showcase that. It is. It's really cool. And it's a, you know, it's one of those sports kind of like high school golf, you know, or even swim that you can enjoy the rest of your life. You know, the football players, a lot of the basketball players, you know, when they wrap up in high school, that's it. You know, uh, baseball, you might be able to get some pickup action, maybe some small college type stuff might be a little easier to get into, but you know, bowling and golf and swim, those are things, you know, and then music, of course, those are things you can do the rest of your life. So that's what's pretty cool. And, like, for my son, uh, Ian, he's going to try to bowl in college um, when he goes up to BG. There's a, a club team up there. So, you know, it's something that you can just enjoy, um, you know, and create relationships and friendships. And those those kids on those teams are really close. Um, and they're, when you see them at the, uh, the conference banquet in that, um, the kids – all the kids are close. You know, they want to see one another do well. Um, and that's what's really cool about it being a not only a team sport, but an individual sport. I don't enjoy golf, but that's just because I'm terrible at it. <laughs> I hear you. I'm much better at bowling because, you know, the 
tournaments, they won't let me use the bumper lanes. Yeah. <laughs> I need them. You know, that, it would take me a month to knock down as many pins as those kids knocked down on Saturday, I'll tell you. That's what I'm thinking. I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking my high score, I think, might be 130, 140. Maybe. Yeah, I'm right there with you, but I'm probably yeah, – probably did that at 12. You, yeah. men, you mentioned New Bremen being kind of a little uh, – starting to get into it, not necessarily a long-standing program. What's it kind of – what, what kind of goes into getting bowling started at a high school? Well, I can I can only speak to what I've seen, but you know, for our experience, you know, um, my son got involved with bowling as a little guy. We would do the family leagues on the weekends, and he and I bowled together. His mom would come with us, and the three of us would bowl, and uh, it was just kind of a family fun thing. But you know, Ian really took to it, so I think getting him started early. Um, and Brian Alleg over at Speedway Lanes uh, can't give him enough credit for all he's done for the program. Great guy. You know, he's great been food. coaching bowling in New Bremen. Yeah, Dean is a wonderful guy. His staff, his wife, they got a great business there with Speedway Lanes. But, you know, he's been nurturing this pipeline and this program uh, for years, uh, coaching it. It just became a varsity sport, uh, both women's and men's in New Bremen uh, last year. Um, so it's nice to have the full support of the, uh, you know, the, the Board of Education, the boosters and all of that. Um, but I think it really starts as kids. And you look at, you know, two of, of Brian's three boys are currently on the bowling team, um, and they, they kind of lead with the, the high averages. And, and, you know, when you spend that much time with bowling alley, um, you're going to get good. And, and that, it's kind of infectious when you see the kids having a good time and bowling well. That success breeds success. And uh, it's been a long time coming. The, the pipeline has just been getting better and better. And I think, you know, in the case of New Bremen, I think that's going to continue now that the, the younger bowlers are seeing the, uh, you know, the varsity boys and the ladies. Um, you know, bowl as well as they've ever bowled in program history. Um, that should continue to, to keep it going. That you know, that's what's happened with Coldwater, St. Mary's, Wapakoneta, like any program. Even you know, to compare it to Marine local football. You know, once you get that that momentum, that that winning culture established, it's more a matter of maintaining it and keeping the energy with it. Well, one thing I can tell you, within the ten minutes of talking to you, Scott. You got me hyped up, and I'm ready to go watch some high school bowling. I tell you, that sounds it's, that sounds like an atmosphere I want to be a part of. It is, man. You wouldn't think so, right? Like no, watching you bowling, you but wouldn't. it is really a gas. Those kids are out there pouring their guts out, and this isn't. I mean, golly, I saw a 279. I saw man Spencer through three games. I think all three of his games were over 200. Two of them were well over 200. And that, that young man from Coldwater, uh, he almost threw a 300. So you know, it's it's not just kind of like okay these guys aren't bad this is bowling at a high level and you know week in week out with teams like Coldwater Versailles St. Mary's Wapakoneta when you go to these tournaments every week for recovery you know had a great season really came on you see that level of bowling match in and match out and it's just really cool to see who's going to come out on top this time around so it's, and it's really exciting to watch well again uh, thank you so much for coming on and enlightening us oh anytime anytime man I really enjoy hanging out with you guys uh, yeah you say that on the phone well, I have to. You know. we'll, we'll see when you get. We'll see when you get sixteen. That was in the sixteen real life hours with me. Your checks in the mail. Yeah, I was going to say that was in the agreement, wasn't it? Right, it's, it was on your rider. I know, I know how that works. Yeah, I got you. Yep. But uh, big thanks to Scott Fry for showing up and uh, talking high school bowling with us. We've got more of the insanity that is this show when we come back. Danny the Dealmaker, have you ever noticed how Lee Kinsel Chevy Buick GMC is a little like a sports team? How so? Well, you got your Lee Kinsel team starters like all of our salespeople. Yeah? And then you got your talent on the bench ready to back up every one of those starters to ensure that the team wins like our incredible service people. You know, you're right. A customer can come in, select their favorite, and be on their way in no time. Sort of a pick and roll. Now you got it. See us at 650 West Urban Road, online at LeeKinsel.com, and on the phone at 866 lee Kinsel. 
There's nothing like high school basketball in Ohio. And the Ohio High School Athletic Association is inviting you to be a part of the excitement on the tournament trail all the way to Columbus. The OHSAA Girls Basketball State Tournament is at St. John Arena March 12th, 13th, and 14th. And the boys take the court at the Schottenstein Center March 19th, 20th, and 21st. Check out OHSAA.org for brackets, tickets, and special offers. Make a trip with friends and family to the Basketball State Tournament and be a part of history. Back now talking to Kelsey Erford, and I would imagine uh, you're probably in need of a nap after tonight's game. Um, I think tonight's game, the, pa- the pace was set, and it was set from the beginning, so by the end, I think both teams were a little bit tired, but by that point in time, adrenaline just takes over, and you're just playing what you love. How much does it help for you guys the way that you run your substitutions? You only go out for, it, it can be like 30 seconds of real time, but maybe 10, 15 seconds of game time. Well, it's just that quick breather, that quick break, just to let your body settle down. And it's when you just start thinking, is this really what I'm doing? Am I doing everything right, everything? But then once you get back out there, you you forget about it all and you just play. You guys come in to this game, obviously the second time in 24 days that you've played them. How much different was the strategy in practice or uh, the thought process coming into this game versus the last time? Well, I think defensively it was pretty much the same. We knew that they had a lot of good shooters that we had to close out to and getting backside for take away the law for Kate. And it was basically the same defensively, but offensively we weren't really sure what they were going to do. But we knew that if they were going to go zone, that we needed to take our time, get a good shot, and not panic. And if it was man-to-man, since a lot of teams usually play us that, just do what we do and don't get don't get worked up just because it's LB and just to do what <laughs> – does it mean more because it's LB? Um, I think, I think this game it's it's one of those rivalries that it just it makes you want to play. Like all day we were all talking like we just want the game to start. We don't want to go through warm. We just want to start. We just want to start because once you get out there and you're actually out there, then it's like okay, like I we can do this. We can. We're just playing basketball. But before that, it's it's a lot of in in the head thing. You have to be mentally prepared. And it's a lot of, uh, obviously, we, we don't want them to send us home. You, how much of last year do you guys kind of think of? Keanu and I were talking about this. Do you remember last year at all, or when you walk in today, it's just, that's it? Well, I think Bree and I, we've talked about it a few times. And when they tied it up, we kind of just looked at each other and we're like, no, like, we're not doing this again. And that's when Bree and I really realized that, like, all right, let's get everyone involved. Let's get some shots up. Let's let's put them in. We need to focus. Everything counts. Everything matters. I've asked Troy this a couple of times. Every year you guys get a freshman. A couple of years ago it was you who comes out of that lineup out of, out of really, you want to say nowhere, and, and is a big contributor. How much, and I saw, because I saw Maggie, at one point you were pressing a little bit with the basketball about getting up into their traffic of, all right, slow down a little bit. How much... How great is it for those girls to be able to contribute the way they do? I think those freshmen stepping up and stepping into the lineup, whether it's them starting or them coming off the bench, each one of them gives us a big spark of energy. And just being able to fully rely on and count on them because we all trust each other. It doesn't matter, like, what age we are. And we expect big things out of them just as they expect big things out of us. And I think that's one of the best things is how much we trust each other and how it's it's really just it's a team you you smile a lot on the court, but do you ever laugh when you look over the sideline after either a play goes exactly how it's planned or horribly wrong at Scott Mag? He's a, a very colorful individual on the bench. I think after something goes well, we look at him and 
especially on defense since he's he's really about defense and he put in the new defense. So when something good happens on defense, we look at him and he just gives that like, I told you this was going to happen. Like, you guys need to stop trying to like, I know it's going to happen. And offensively, he's just more like get the next one of a very positive aspect. Did you feel different going into today than you did when you went to their house on a Saturday afternoon? Um, I think we, I don't think, we were prepared both times. And this time, obviously, it was a higher stake since it was a tournament game. And it was win or go home. And last year was such, like, a hard loss to take that I think we all just wanted to prove to not only them, but also to ourselves just how good we could be. Congratulations on the WVL Player of the Year Award. Thank you. When you got that notification, uh, I would imagine Troy probably told you. Um, I saw it first on Twitter, and then he he sent out an alert like later. Though, oh sorry, about it. Oh, you're good. I was so over the moon for you, and I all year long have talked about how you and Brianna kind of maybe similar to Kylie and Katie about sharing that because it seems like you two, when one's going well, the other's going well, and everybody else is in trouble. I think that whenever Bri and I. There's certain times where we just look at each other and obviously being captains and leaders that we look at each other and we just get each other so well. We're just like, okay, this we need to get one here. We need to get a bucket here. We need to get a stop here. And once we communicate, communicate that to the younger girls and the other girls, everyone's so good about buying in, being on the same page and knowing that it's going to work out or knowing that it's going to happen or it's going to help. That once, once we say it, they're great at following and just taking what we say and showing us that it's actually helping and working. How much does this run you guys are on right now sort of mean to you personally? Because, you know, kind of being a captain, it's kind of your team. You have you put your stamp on it of, all right, let's go. Let's do this as a group. Yeah, I think freshman year coming in, going to state, and I think that was just a great experience to gain. And it's just seeing how Katie was to me and how the other captains and Aaron and Ashley and everything they did for me that I just want to be like that to the younger girls. And this tournament run like it's so much fun and I just want them to experience what I did how cool is it to see those girls when you look up in the crowd every night oh them coming back is just awesome it's just one of those things that shows how many friendships and how many bonds that this sport can give you it's uh again I, I love watching you guys play because and I've said this to you before you guys are seem like a team in the truest sense of the word that on a Friday night if you weren't playing basketball or going to support the boys you'd all just be hanging out yeah, I think that's one of our best things is how much we genuinely like each other. And we, we'll we hang out when it's not basketball season. We'll get together. Like, we still get together with the girls from last year because those bonds, you just you can't replace them with anything else. There's no family like the OG family, I've been told. You, looking up and seeing all those supporters and just having our community behind us, it just makes it that much better. Going going into the town and everyone just, no matter where you are, you'll be at church, you'll be eating, and people will come up and they'll talk to you about it, and it's just community behind us. Well, congratulations on everything and best of luck this weekend. Thank you. That's Kelsey Erford, the WBL Player of the Year, back with more here in just a few. Dealmaker, have you ever noticed how Lee Kensel Chevy Buick GMC is a little like a sports team? Uh, no. How so? Well, you got your Lee Kensel team starters who have all the experience and can really make things happen, like all of our salespeople. Yeah? And then you got your talent on the bench ready to back up every one of those starters to ensure that the team wins, like our incredible service people. Yep. 
deep bench there for sure. Then you got the front office personnel. That's all of us. You know, you're right. Lee Kinsel Chevy Buick GMC is a lot like a sports team. And if you add in our playbook, which includes so many ways to score on a new or pre-owned car truck, the simile is complete. It is. And with our biggest in the area, Lee Kinsel Selection, a customer can come in, select their favorite, and be on their way in no time. Sort of a pick and roll. Now you got it. See us at 650 West Urban Road, online at LeeKinsel.com, and on the phone at 866-LEE-KINSEL. Like Chevrolet says, find new roads. And Danny. Yeah, Coach? I hope you can dance. We need some cheerleaders. A big thanks to uh, Scott Fry and Kelsey Hereford for being a part of this show. And, man, there are a lot of good basketball games uh, tonight. Take a look at the uh, schedule here as we kind of wrap this show up. Finley and Toledo Bowser are in the early game. Oregon Clay and Toledo start in the late game at Rossford in the Division One games. Perrysburg, Sylvania Northview. Anthony Wayne and Toledo Central Catholic in the D1 games at Toledo start. D2 games at Lima Senior. Shawnee and Salina. Wasion at Elida. The winners play each other at Ohio Northern University next week. D2 action, the other half of the WBL bracket at Paulding. Sees Defiance take on Wapakadetta at St. Mary's take on Bryan. I am uh, going to be a little bit honest and biased. I'm hoping St. Mary's wins. I'd love to see the Rough Riders cover the Rough Riders next week in uh, Ada. Absolutely love doing games at Camp Poly Court at Ohio Northern University. There's not really anything like that place. D3 action coming up at 445 on WZOQ Radio. We'll have Ottawa Glendorf taking on Allen East for the 10th time. All-time. Titans lead that series 7-2. to two. D3 sectional semifinals at Miller City after the Ottawa-Glendorf game. We'll have Liberty Benton at Coldwater and then Tenora and Riverdale squaring off. The winners of that game actually play tomorrow night at 6.30 at Miller City. Again, everything got uh, kind of wonky with Mother Nature and some changes, and uh, that's kind of a different sectional than what you're used to. D3 at Elida will have Wayne Trace and Fairview in the 6.15 p.m. game and Bluffton squaring off with Frank Kills LCC T-Birds at 8 o'clock. D4 action at Van Wert. You can hear on Z Sports Live 3 with Nate Stidham and Brock Blythe. Audeville Continental in the early game. Kaleida Lincoln View in the late game. And Lincoln View with a tremendous come-from-behind win a couple of nights ago in that building against Miller City. Just got just the right play at the right time, and Brett Hammonds, I'm told, was a master of the X's and O's and was able to draw it up, and it worked perfectly at the buzzer. Action from Bluffton University as Delphi St. John's taking on Crestview. Crestview, unfortunately, eliminating Lipstick a couple of nights ago, and uh, because of that, I get Chris Coleman on commentary tonight at Miller City. Love doing games with him, one of my favorite people in the entire world, and he's been on this podcast before. Go back and listen to that if you get the chance. Also going on on Z Sports Live, 8 o'clock. Columbus Grove takes on Ada as the Bulldogs, the number one team in Division Four, wrapped up the AP Poll title, wrapped up the NWC and PCL titles, and would love to get a shot at uh, the district level. D4 at St. Mary's. These games on uh, K94. Fort Recovery and Marion Local in the early game. New Bremen and St. Henry in the night game. That should be a pair of dandies at St. Mary's. D4 action at Coldwater. I know WSN has got these games 
Later tonight, Aaron Matthews is on the call for that. Sparkway and USV, Minster and Perry. And then way up north, we've got Old Fort in New Regal, Fremont St. Joe's and Tiffin Cowher playing at Heidelberg. Uh, games at Bryan Napoleon, which involves Antwerp. Take it on Stryker. D4 action south in Piqua. Fort Loramie takes on Botkins in a rematch from earlier this year. Carey and Corey Rawson. And then the girls sectional final. I'm sorry, district semifinal. Arlington and Kaleida. Winner plays Columbus Grove on 7 o'clock Saturday night time at Ottawa. That's uh, another one of those victims of the games that got moved. That, the, uh, the schedule... For the weekend, uh, tomorrow, another set of great games. WZOQ Radio at 2 o'clock. You've got Ottawa Glendorf taking on Fairview for a chance to go to Ohio Northern University next week for the regionals. And uh, Fort Loramie just continuing to hurt people. They uh, they are in action against Franklin Monroe at 3 o'clock on K94. Boys action just uh, starting to heat up. Girls in the district finals realm, Minster. Will be in action taking on New Knoxville tomorrow night at Wapakoneta at seven o'clock. Myself and Denny Cisco on K ninety four. Just so much great basketball out there right now, boys and girls. Get out, open your wallet, go out for a date night, grab a hot dog, go support these games. Just uh, I don't know what it costs seven dollars. I'm telling you, they will appreciate it. That's all that I've got for the show this week. Kind of a shorter show because. Uh, Things happen sometimes, Mother Nature. But next week, back with a lot more tournament talk. Hopefully, I'll have uh, results of bowling, swimming, and wrestling going on right now. Kind of makes it hard in the stages that they're at. But going to find uh, the results, get those next week. And so many great athletes competing this weekend. Talk about all of them next week when we come back on Around the Hearn. Thank you so much for listening. And have a great night, afternoon. Evening, tomorrow, wherever you may be. Here I go. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of Around the Hearn. Come back next week for more local stories from the NWO. But until then, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Michael Hearn PBP for more great area content.